Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast, where two hosts have already predetermined the winner of this tournament. Yeah, that's right. We're about as authentic as teeth in a retirement community. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. And we are Going Off Topic. Welcome to this episode of Going Off Topic. We have a guest with us today. We have Kevin Jarvie. How's it going? Hey guys, doing well yourselves? Yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing decent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty solid. Yeah, it's it's been a while, Kevin, since I've uh, gotten to talk or see you in any way. You know, I remember. Uh, well, uh, that's what happens when life gets busy. Yeah, sir. well, that's the thing is, I, I I've been hearing that you just yeah, you know, you just had a, a daughter, a first first child. Oh, congrats! Uh, she's a year old. I was born uh, last July. Oh, congratulations! Awesome. Dude. Yeah, that that is really that's great, man. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a pain, but I love every minute of it. I would say some kind of like you know cliche like oh getting enough sleep, but uh, <laughs> or some other kind of really terrible <laughs> joke from people who are either parents I mean, or not. Parents that'd be because... right up your alley, you know, that, <laughs> the horrible joke. That's so true. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> what's actually special about Kevin here is that. From what Chris has told me, you actually um, thought of this like video game character debate tournament thing before we did. Like this was your guys' jam. Is that true? Um, to a degree. So um, <laughs> you stole from back, somebody else. <laughs> no, no. Well, all right. Long story short, on my 25th birthday, I decided to get a group of my friends together to do. Marvel heroes versus uh, DC heroes. Mm -hmm. And then one of our, mine and uh, Chris's mutual friend, Ben, he decided to take that and implement the video game characters. And then Chris joined in on that round table discussion. And that's where he's like, dude, this was so cool. We got to do this again. And I don't know, five plus years later, we're finally doing doing it again. (laughs) Except now you are. But yeah, now it's like publicly announced that, yeah, I am actually a huge nerd. But I remember like thinking, you know, it's like, oh, oh, what you, what you doing this weekend? Uh, oh, I'm doing a video game character debate. <laughs> oh, so hey, it's it's a great, it's a fun time. We it was so much fun because just to kind of paint this picture here for the listeners a little bit, we did this at uh, one of our friends, our mutual friends who also participated in the debate. We did it at his uh, martial arts dojo. Oh, cool. And so it was like so fitting and appropriate that we're doing a you know like you know combat video game character debate tournament in a actual martial arts studio, and you know we had like pizza and uh, you know chips, drinks, mm-hmm. all kinds of good. It was it was staying a great time. Late, staying up late doing it like it's just like perfect. We did go pretty Wait, late, didn't we? Yeah, I want to say we probably finished about one, maybe two in the morning. That's right. Ooh. That's right. My goodness. And that's actually but. one of our like I've done a few of these with the, with these guys. I mean, Chris only joined us in for the video game one, mm-hmm. but we usually got done. That's like early for us. We had one of them. We went till about five in the morning. I think that was the villains where we had 
I believe Ultron defeated Apocalypse in the finals. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds about right. That, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> you yeah. know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe after this one, we can probably like do a uh, another shout. Yeah, like I mean, it doesn't have to be video game characters again. It could be well, you know, like Disney princesses against each other. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'd love <laughs> to Elsa would win hands down. I mean, there'd be no point. <laughs> Who would win? Elsa from Frozen. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, okay. She's yeah. basically that's, a mutant. Now, that's, I mean, yeah, now that's technically kind of... though, she's not a princess. She's a queen. So yeah. I don't know if she'd be eligible for this or not. Uh, yeah. I, well, uh, oh, there is actually a rule to it because from what I've heard, like Mulan technically isn't a princess, but yeah, like there's no. qualifications apparently to it, and she like basically fits that. So in a way, you know, it, you're it going could on, work. in this hypothetical fun thing. We're talking about the actual Disney princesses, whether they're a princess princess or not if disney classifies them as one of the staple princesses they'd be eligible for this right mm-hmm. you know no, now that i think about it now there's a certain movie coming out in november called wreck it ralph 2 and this movie might <laughs> like actually like change our perception <laughs> I, I i the movie hasn't come out yet but like you know i i just like i'm thinking down the road here i'm like ooh, that might actually be uh might be a thing to consider because you know, that's basically pretty much every Disney female lead, you know, animated character, princess, hero, whatever, is going to be in that movie. So it's kind of like, oh, man, like, you know, what if they did something and then technically it's canon? So <laughs> yeah. the princesses were always way more interesting than any of their prince characters. Oh, yeah. They're, well, all their prince characters are generic McGenericson. There, there's like this, um, like ideas of 50, like 1950s, what it is to be a man kind of uh, <laughs> characters, essentially. Yeah. And then it's, uh, you know, just kind of generic, classy, terrible, no character development, nothing interesting about them. Well, yeah, there's this really lame name for one of the princes. Um, and it's the first one uh, from Snow White. And I think the guy's name was Prince Florian or like Floridian. What a, like, like, what, what a like, hard name to live with, Florian. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was the first I've heard of his name being anything but Prince Charming. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> the, thing, the thing was, like, I was listening to a podcast. That's probably why he's going by Charming instead of Florian. It's like, <laughs> I well, would Charming or Florian. You know, there's no, nobody, it doesn't inspire fear to anybody. It's like, oh, yo, watch out, Florian. He's coming. He's coming up. <laughs> Like nobody's afraid of Florian. Yeah, like I mean, I, honestly, I, I, though, Florian heard... does sound like a Star Wars name. Yeah. Okay, so like if senator. it's like, yeah, I guess it. Yeah, I guess senator Florian take the floor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, Darth Florian, rise. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing to know, is that when we do these future tourneys, because you know, depending on how long this one is, because we we have a big stack, you know, like as people see in our Facebook page. Oh yeah, by the way, we have a Facebook page now, and we are on all like major podcast platforms. So I think that's kind of cool that hey, we're here now. But but anyways, yeah, we're actually live. <laughs> well, not really, but for yeah, the world are. to criticize us, judge and harshly criticize us, and. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, like, you know, just, we had this huge roster going on here and like, you know, this might take a little bit depending on, you know, 50 characters. Yeah. That's a lot, you know, but we're, we'll do our best to, you know, hanker down some, at least tonight. We're going to find the best. You got that right. Um, but before we do, we do want to talk about some things, including our good old weird news and strange times. All right, and we got ourselves a little uh, news story from Denver CBS Local from Colorado. So catch this out. Smash and grab thieves hit pot shop but only got away with oregano. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so so check this out, um, and you can find us on our uh, links we shared from this episode of the. Uh, um, I'd be Facebook really pissed page. with my pod dealership if it was like, oh, they're just selling right now. But then again, you'd be a one-time customer. It only takes one time you do shop at a place like this, and yeah. then you realize, oh, they just sell oregano. Oh, but 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 check this out. So a group of teens smashed a stolen van into a marijuana dispensary in Colorado Springs and stole a bunch of herb. And uh, actually, it was herbs. It was oregano, to be specific. <laughs> uh, the owners yeah. of Native Roots. It was just oregano. Yeah, it wasn't it was, like any other spice. Well, well, hang on. This is because well, I don't know if they'd have time for that. <laughs> oh man, Chris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue. That was high quality pun. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> The owners of the establishment, Native Roots, at uh, Academy Boulevard and Austin Bluffs Parkway told the partners at KKTV that uh, they don't put real, real marijuana in the display cases. This, they smashed and grabbed it happened apparently around 1 a.m. in front of several witnesses. You know, obviously people waiting in line to get more. But uh, one of the witnesses said, I was coming out from work and all, all of a sudden we heard this big old crash. Uh, the suspects came out with a bunch bunch of marijuana in their arms, but you know, depending if it's actually the display ones or the real ones, is up for debate. So, <laughs> um, the Rathbone, the guy, one of the suspects, uh, threw a beer bottle at him, and he called the police. He said, "I just decided to call the cops, and we decided to get pa- get their plate number, and everything just went from there. And then I got a beer bottle thrown at me. <laughs> Who got a beer bottle thrown at them? The um." One of the suspects got a beer bottle thrown at them for from staring. like a vigilante, like threw the, a beer bottle at them to like stop them. Well, the uh, well, uh, witnesses. I'd, did. I'd rather have a battering thrown at me personally, but I guess a beer <laughs> bottle would work. <laughs> but yeah, just like the officers believe that there were two people in the van when it crashed into the store, and two others got in the getaway vehicle. Oh, so it was off. a smash and grab. So it was like they they back what they backed the the van into the place. Yeah. It, the, and oh, so wow. So it's like okay. When you see the link um, on the page, you'll see what the uh, Twitter post showed, and like it, they just smashed it right in front of the store and grabbed it, and just so I got a Grand Theft Auto. But but you know they Grand Theft out of the uh, oregano herbs rather than marijuana. So yeah. Good, 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 good. I mean, job. honestly, that's pretty brilliant from the <laughs> the dispensary to. Uh, have yeah, their... making sure not having their actual product out. Yeah, I mean that's a great call on their part. Yeah, good, good safety measures because you know, like it'd be really easy to just break glass and you know, and we already get some hash, you know. So it's we, like we already live in a society where what we see on TV and commercials for like. Oh, have a hamburger from McDonald's or is hand- not at all what it looks like when you get it. So it's the same with like you're looking at the like the display for that the like not that I'm a a frequent uh, flyer uh, if a frequent frequent hire if you will. Um, uh, so I don't know the, the the names out there, but you know, say like some like uh, uh, Cali Kush. Uh, brand, you know, and they have it on display. Yeah, and it's all you know presented nicely. It's like, oh wow, wow, that looks really inviting, and it's presented so well. And then you just get a bag of it just crumbled up. It's like <laughs> this wasn't like the display at all. It's like they were lying to me. <laughs> Anything like, to get you in the door. Exactly. Yeah, um, but I, I just feel like you know, out of all the things, like. They're going to have a really bombing pasta that night. I'm just going to say it right now. Because- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't. You got you got to take the wins where you can. You, you know? know. But the thing is, they got to grab the other herbs too. You can't just put only oregano on your spaghetti. So they got to 
okay here's the thing do you think they realized that like when they brought it back to their oh, place oh you were wondering if they've actually like tried to smoke it first yeah or I did they smoke you it first they tried to smoke it first <laughs> And then when they're like, dude, I don't feel anything. What's going on? What about you? Like, no, man, I think I we got bad herbs right in here. Or, and or like, I ain't got time for this. What the hell? Or, or get this. It may have been their first one, and one of them was just lying, like, oh, yeah, I, oh, I feel it. You feel oh, it. you're right. This could have been their cherry popping moment. <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> but it's like, isn't yeah. marijuana great? Wait, this. This uh, this smells like my mom's cupboard, like <laughs> spice rack. It's like, wait, she smokes too. Oh, cool, man! Like they're just all faking it, basically. So <laughs> yeah, or they're just dumb, which is probably the case too. You know, <laughs> I mean, a little um, bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably the best way to put it. Um, what I got here is I have. Uh, oh boy, I'll, I'll just read the headline here: tornado warning interrupts this is us season premiere in detroit area fans outraged so kevin did they did they get you with this too um cut out no nope, not that i'm aware of because honestly i was probably asleep when that uh, tornado warning came through but this what? is us is not on my uh, to watch list oh come on you're missing out on such a beautiful powerful drama <laughs> only on all nbc the tears, all the tears and the the but they're not just sad tears they're happy tears too please give us ad space nbc <laughs> <laughs> so this is us in case you guys have not caught on to the cultural phenomenon uh is a popular show on nbc that gains millions of viewers each premiere episode the new season of the family drama premiered on nbc tuesday night but some fans were devastated from what they didn't see. Uh-oh. A tornado warning in the Detroit, Michigan metro area coincided with the highly anticipated season three premiere of This Is Us. Ugh, those and the poor show those was interrupted people. by local news. Ugh, the worst. Oh, no. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> how dare they inform people about what, what? natural disaster going on? It may impede your existence to be able to watch episode two of season three yeah you know what they care we enough. don't have any other way to watch an episode there's no way what we can't just go back in time and once once it's been aired it's been aired yep we have yeah, to look I mean, through the tv like guide to Hulu find out when it comes on again or dvr <laughs> or anything like that yeah those aren't real options <laughs> yeah it says this is a normal procedure for news stations but some fans were livid and didn't want to hear it Oh yeah. Several took to Twitter to vent their frustrations after missing out on the first few minutes of the performance. <laughs> like it sounds so bad when you read it out. After the first few minutes of not being able to see the show. Wow, first world problems coming up here. It really is. Storms <laughs> storms and at least one tornado swift through the area on Monday and Tuesday, according to Detroit Free Press. Okay. I mean like I remember that, you know huge, you know, storm happening the other night, but like, you know, we didn't get it, obviously you did, but you know, did you have like any of the Twitter things that they've said? Like, just... I have a couple things here. I have, I have one. Because I remember it mentioned, but I didn't know if they actually said it or not. I have one that says, uh, "I think my dad is going to have a heart attack if NBC doesn't stop broadcasting the tornado warning before this is all before this is us starts." <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to uh, I'm going to take the side of uh, these people. One because it's a cultural hit. It's a beautiful, beautiful show. Beautiful drama. 
with so much, so with, much emotion. With full of beautiful people. But uh, <laughs> I can definitely relate to this because as a Michigan football fan, this happened fairly recently. Condolences of being a U of M football fan, and I'm sorry for your luck. Oh, Uh-oh. I forgot about that. Wait, you, you a state boy? No, I'm not a college sports person. He just likes to, he's just an equal opportunity uh, uh Attack, I will bet on attacker. anybody if they're gonna win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, uh, I'm a pretty big Michigan football fan, and earlier in the season, uh, a game we all tried to forget and actually would have been a good thing if the power just stayed out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some storms blowing in around the Grand Rapids area, and uh, basically, what the, was this? This was for the first game of the season, Michigan versus Notre oh, so Dame. That this season. Yep. Okay. And uh, basically. Uh, the coverage kept getting cut out from the local news because there was some serious thunderstorms going on, and it got to the point where the mm-hmm. the the uh, you know uh, weather anchor would show up and says, "I know everybody wants to watch the game, Ugh. but we are going to cut away. This is a public safety announcement. <laughs> we need to make sure people are safe." And well, everyone's just like, "To heck with that! We want to watch football." Look, look, lady, I don't even live in this area. I live up north. I just want to watch the game. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is, honestly, it would have been totally fine if it, they just kept the coverage on that because uh, the, the, the real the real natural disaster was what Michigan was putting on the field against Notre Dame in that yeah. terrible Our lack game. thereof. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was very rough, but I don't know. We might be getting things together now. We'll see. Yeah. Um, just It's kind of funny how you were saying with Storms earlier because – I, I'm, I've always been kind of like, whenever like lightning storms happen, usually I'm one to kind of like unplug stuff. I don't know if you guys do that or not because during a storm. Yeah. So, cause you know, the best way for things not to get fried is I mean, I got a lot of it, like things plugged in. Well, that's why you get like, you know, um, outlets and stuff like that, you know, but, it, but anyways, I have a story to go with this. So back in 2010, I want to say. Um, good year. Yeah, very good year. <laughs> um, I I was playing my PlayStation 3 back in the day, and I remember one night, like, it was kind of storming up pretty good. And I'm like, oh, no problem. I'll just still play my game. No problem. And it was getting late. You know, the storm was kind of getting rougher and rougher and stuff. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to call it for the night. And around 6 a.m., a lightning bolt struck near our house, like, really, really close. And I'm like, okay you know, that was kind of cool. You know, I didn't die, so that, that's kind of worth it. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play, uh, what was I playing back in the day? Oh, I think it was like uh, Oblivion. I think well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some Oblivion. I turn on my PS3, nothing. I'm like, huh, the TV's uh, not showing it. That's weird. And then um, I checked the other, I checked, I tried everything out. So apparently the uh, lightning storm actually uh, fried my PS3 and uh, all my data and stuff like that. And it also got the internet modem screwed up too. And I've always been paranoid ever since. And it's, you know, it's not to the point where like, I'm always like going to unplug it anytime, like, you know, a rain shower happens, whatever, but just like, you know, if it's like a really bad, like lightning storm, like kind of was like last week, you know, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to plug just for safety. Cause like, that kind of have some like some valuables. I'd rather not have fried and get you know. I'm just imagining you frantically running around the house, like unplugging things like a oh. madman from the walls and like <laughs> pulling things out from far away. <laughs> well, funny enough, I only did that to stuff in my room. So, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So there is there is a line it, on what the, is the, the valuable stuff, right? Yes, my yes. valuable stuff. 
<laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> Kitchen appliances to hell with them. Whatever. Yeah, we don't need a fridge. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I got one more story for us before we go ahead and get into the uh, other things here. But the meat and the potatoes of the show. Yeah, the 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 good stuff. The grits. <clears throat> so. Do you guys, have you ever, like, when you rode bikes, did you ever have, like, number plates on did the back of the seat? Did you just assume that we can ride bikes? Yeah, I did, buddy. How dare Get you? I didn't it. learn how to ride a bike until eighth grade. Really? So, huh. Yeah. Any any reason why or just, just didn't really have any interest uh, in it? No interest in it. My parents always said, you need to learn. And I'm like, um, no, because President Bill Clinton doesn't have a law in place that says I have to learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> it's like, give it time. He's still flying. He's still plotting. <laughs> <laughs> from the shadows. Well, well, we'll get we'll get this. This is coming from BBC News in the UK. Uh, the headline is: Children to be banned from cycling to school without number plates. See, this is just this is going a little too far because then we're we're just going to get into a vicious cycle. Oh yeah. Well, like, like oh god, <laughs> that that gave me. <laughs> it was a little bit weaker. Yeah, it, it, it took me a second because I, I thought you were like, you know, talking about. Yeah, I was getting ready to just yeah. turn it up on my uh, millennial outrage. <laughs> but uh, children have been told that they will be banned from cycling to their South London school if they do not put number plates on their bikes. See, like I never had a number plate on my bike because, you know, I never really. Because you were a normal person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently they have There's to There's no now. spot on my Ninja Turtles bicycle. Yeah, it's like this is mine. Like because they can easily take it off. And, like, you know, it wouldn't have any history. Like, when you do it with a car, for instance, like, there's a spot for your license plate. So, people are like, hey, where's your license plate at? But, like, with a bike, you don't expect it. You know, it's just just kind of there. This is probably a way for people, like, the, the, the manufacturers of bikes with specific spot for licenses. They were like, oh, we're just about to corner the market here because everyone's going to have to buy these bikes. <laughs> that would be smart out of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the teachers at the Stanley Park High are introducing the scheme so members of the public can report pupils cycling dangerously. Okay, they're actually like telling people in the public, like, "Hey, you pupils. see it? Like, report Snitch. it." It's like they're acting like they're like a police force at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like they're just bikes. But uh, the head teacher uh, at the school on the website said, "All students who cycle to school will be required to display school-issued bicycle number plates when riding to and from school." Students without a number plate will not be permitted to ride, cycle to school, or lock their bikes on school grounds. They're really serious about this. And apparently, uh, the measure was in response to the incidents of children cycling in a way that, quote, endangers themselves and or others. So, what... what Timmy's uh, getting a little reckless out there. Yeah, that, um, now I'm kind of curious. What are they actually doing to the point where they actually have to have these license plate numbers. Popping sweet wheelies. <laughs> and that's like, the only thing like I can do at that age. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's high school, apparently. So it's like, you know, they're obviously going to be a little bit more reckless than, a you know, an elementary school kid. And in or two primary years, school. they're going to be driving. So what's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, well, like, the only thing I can think of is just, like, ramming people in with the bike. But, like, you know, the Who's cyclists... ramming people with their bikes? I don't know. I'm just making <laughs> a straw man. They'll BMX tricks. That's what it is. Yep. They're grinding on the rails, and they want to know who's doing it. Matt Hoffman is a very, very poor example. I feel like they, they put out, like, a flyer that says, we need to put a stop to grinding, and they thought it meant bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they put they put that post out right before prom right we gotta stop these high schoolers from grinding we mean bicycle 
grinding, not what you think. Yeah, it's so loud and it damages the the, the property. <laughs> oh man, it's like I, I'm still just trying to think what they actually were doing. Just I I, I can't uh, yeah. really think of anything. Probably like, probably jousting, like jousting. Okay, that would be cool. Like yeah. take one of the but. Here's what you used to as a joust, though. The pool noodles. <laughs> but then, you, then oh. you can inflict bodily harm as easily. Well, that's if you just use a regular pool noodle. You could put stuff in the pool noodle. Oh, put a pole in the yeah, pool noodle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like putting, it's, the, it's like putting a rock in a snowball. <laughs> you know, what I would like to it. see used in that is actually they have those giant barbells that are basically like giant um, ear picks. Oh, man. Or... Have that oh, so used like the uh, American Gladiators kind of thing. Yes, that would be nice for <laughs> jousting on bicycles for high schoolers. Okay, so do you think they actually had shields when they were doing this, or do you think they just went like okay, trash can lids, pole or nothing? Oh my god, like Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I I feel like these kids probably would have went and took some cardboard and cut out a circle and made it that way. Okay, that'd be. Yeah. They're using American Gladiator pool equipment. I feel. <laughs> Or maybe yeah, a we, kickboard. We got everything. What? what about helmets? Come on. No. No, no, no helmets. No, we don't no. want to look like oh. nerds. Helmets we, are we for what? geeks. <laughs> no, you we're know. nerds. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, why aren't we doing this now? This sounds like a great idea. You know, I got a free Sunday. <laughs> uh, just like, I, I feel, you know, the motherland is giving us great ideas here. So we might as well implement them all we can. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so I got a little uh, question for you guys. So that's so unlike you. I, I know, right? <laughs> um, I feel like with people nowadays, we kind of have like an obsession towards things. So, like certain people, are like, oh, I love this show, or I love, you know, they, they aren't saying that about our show. No, no, like <laughs> we're not at that level yet. So eventually, we might be able to. You know, get to become people's obsession, but you know, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. We're gonna soon. keep paying people, <laughs> yes, in the beginning, including Kevin. This here. is a paying gig. Yes, <laughs> I we'll pay you. So I'll let you know what my PayPal is when we're off air. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, about that. Um, <laughs> what's well, that's it for the episode, folks? Have a good one. <laughs> but I, I feel like I have to express my obsession because unless you know me personally it's unhealthy to keep an obsession to yourself yeah <laughs> um my my it becomes obsession compulsion disorder oh god <laughs> that's probably not medically accurate i'm just not not one bit saying stuff um i feel like the exposure uh, the obsession i have is uh unless you know me personally i don't think you would know it but i am a huge gigantic simpsons fan like ever since i was a kid i've been <laughs> i have i've been in love with this show for the longest time like i think i saw it on tv like when i was younger but i didn't really get into the show then because i wasn't allowed to watch it but then like when i got a little bit older i got like the first season of the show on dvd and like i've been so obsessed with it ever since like there's this um a little plug in here for this podcast called four finger discount you know and they we're basically reviewing every episode of the show and they're like on season eight right now. I'm up to season six currently with work, you know, cause I listen to it while I'm on the job and stuff. And it's just kind of cool to, you know, catch in, you know, reminisce about old episodes and stuff like that. But anyways, um, like I, 
would go to like the Universal Studios park and go to Springfield and stuff like that. Like it's just so much fun, like actually seeing it in person. Like I'm just, I don't know. Like I feel like that's like the closest thing that I would consider like as an obsession. But other than that, I really don't have any per se. But. I just watched the the Family Guy Simpsons crossover episode the what other did, night. What did you think of it? I mean, it was, it, 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 <laughs> it did what it was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, like they, you know, they. They even joke about it in the show, you know, where there's the episode where it's like, we know what we're doing. It's like, <laughs> this is, you know, they even, I think they say and there was something like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, crossover episodes are only for, you know, gimmicks for like dying shows. And yeah. so, so they make the joke, but it's like, you know, it's fine. It, it works. I mean, we got the I'm in danger <laughs> meme from that episode. So. Oh, that's right. That was from the Yeah, when he's sitting in the back of the bus while they're having the big uh, Homer Peter fight. Yeah. I, I love I think the best part of that was the courtroom scene with Fred Flintstone. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, they're joking about who has stole what from whom. Yeah, and it's like, well, Fred Flintstone will argue you guys. You know, like the Simpsons got ins- was inspired from Fred Flintstone and the Flintstones. So yeah, which is actually a really funny show. Like mm-hmm. I actually do like the Flintstones a lot. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm more of a Jetsons man. Are you a Jetsons man? So you, uh, yeah. you preferred Astro over uh, Dino. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, like, he was way funnier, and he actually could talk, you know, so. Yeah. Even though he sounded like he was in pain every single time he tried to speak. <laughs> eh, yeah. I, I really don't know if I have an obsession. Well, it's I, probably good, because mine is Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say I get probably a pretty unhealthy attachment to the results of Michigan football games. Yeah, I mean to you, the point where it, like it just gives me heart palpitations. I mean, you do a lot. You do delay D and D for Michigan football games. So there's oh that. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Not to go off topic here, but <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> there was a moment we played D and D last week. Yeah, and this was probably like the funniest thing I think I've ever laughed at. To some of us, yeah. To some of us. <laughs> Um, to to kind of shorten it as much as possible, there was a character in the game we played with, and he was this like barkeeper basically, and he we, his name was Porter. Yeah, and um, he basically was like, "Hey, you know, there's some bad guys out front. Let me take you in the back and keep you safe." And the our party was like, "Okay, yeah, that's probably a good thing to do." And we went out the back door, and those slavers were really right there, and we had to battle and kill them. So he basically sent us to our death. And campaign goes along, we save the town, whatever, and then we decide to go back to um, the tavern to, like, you know, get a few the, drinks. In the town of Hayworth, the yeah. inn is called Let's Call It a Hay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still love that. I, I love the puns you do there. Um, but, like, when we were there, um, we saw him. He's like, we're like, you. And he's like, oh, no. But, like, we learned that he was, like, a really, like, you know. He's a sickly old heavyweight man yes like you know and you guys scared that you scared him to death yeah <laughs> and literally though we you literally scared him to death he he died and just like the way it was done like we didn't i don't know because like, it's not as funny like saying it now but like at the moment like i was literally in tears like and that I was in tears too because you <laughs> killed off one of my beloved NPCs who didn't do anything but I guess kind of try to get you guys killed by slavers but it would be okay because he was an old sick heavyweight man who was just trying to you know 
make a little money working at a tavern, and he was yeah. afraid because the the slavers were running the town, so he was worried, and, and he was uh, just doing what he what he what he had to to survive. And then, of course, Kyle, my brother, <laughs> decided playing as a tiefling, which is like a half demon looking thing, mm-hmm. that he was going to just scare the hell out of the guy oh, after yeah. he was already scared because they were aggressively grabbing at him, and. Uh, yeah. Then I was like, no, he, he had a heart attack. You 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 brought you 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 brought upon a heart attack. And the best part was that he actually got experience from yeah, doing 25 that. Twenty five experience points. Was it worth it? <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. Change his. I had to change his alignment. He went from good to neutral after that. <laughs> uh, but but anyways, like you, you would say, the closest thing would probably be michigan football then yeah i just get i get way too invested into the outcome of the game i get way too uh i've gotten better surprisingly there was plenty of times where i get really like outwardly angry and i'd like slap pillows i'm sitting next to if i'm on a couch and uh you know get up and there's a lot of times where it's like Teams like Ohio State and Alabama just continue to stay good, and nothing bad ever happens to them. Of course. So it's one of those things where it's like as a Michigan fan where it's just been nothing but pain for since Lloyd Carr left, that it's like, when's it going to be our turn? Like, <laughs> As soon as you find a functional coach, which from what I can tell, that search is still going. Really? See, I know some people are, are ready to pull the plug on Harbaugh. I'm not there just yet. I, I, I think I think uh, the biggest thing was he was waiting to get to get one of his quarterbacks. So the big the biggest problem Michigan has is they just they just need to buff their offensive line up and just get better play from offensive line. Still waiting for their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean I, I do understand the arguments. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that win with a lot less talent, so I definitely understand it. But uh, the part of the other thing, in my opinion, is is who do we get besides Harbaugh? Harbaugh was like our he was our guy. He was the kid coming home. He was your Messiah. The Messiah. It's like who who is after the Messiah? Yeah. Like you know. And that at that point, it's like you know, is there anybody left? Exactly. So I'm kind of it's like at the point where well, just just stick with somebody for a while. You're not going to find better than Harbaugh right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Exactly. But that's not saying much. It's it's okay. I mean. Us Michigan fans have become really good at self-deprecating humor, so nobody can hurt us as much as we can hurt ourselves. <laughs> but what about you, Kevin? What uh, what would you say is an obsession of yours, or anything close to it? Well, until here recently, I probably would have to say it'd be Smash Brothers on the Wii U because yeah. I was training really hard for the game, trying to go competitive. I went to events like three, four times a week, went to the big majors that were here in the uh, the area. I mean, this summer I actually went to Wisconsin for a tournament called Smash and Splash, which was a hell of a time. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) I think that's the most that I've traveled for one, but I, I got a lot of good connections from the smash brothers community that just made me want to keep going more and provide more for the community. Right. It's such an awesome going two or one, two in bracket every time because I suck at the game. Despite how much I try, but I'm going to, I'm going to cut Kevin off there for a second. He (laughs) says he's not good. That's a load of crap. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, while while I was kind of you know over the past couple of years when I when I would still get to go see you guys out on the east side, 
they would have Super Smash Brothers tournaments as well. You know, we have the video game tournaments, but we also have yeah or debates. We also have Smash Brother tournaments, and I would always go to these events and always just be dusted off in the first round. I would never make so, it past the first match ever so you because say that Kevin they, and all of his friends are just insanely good at the game, and I would always make it to the loser's bracket and just be like, all right, maybe I can get a win in here. No, I didn't even win in the You know what, Chris? Bracket. That's how I feel when I go to these other events. That's See, that's just kind of mind-boggling to me because you guys... <laughs> You guys are among the. I, I thought I was a good Smash player. I legitimately thought I was good until I met Kevin and his crew, and they just <laughs> destroyed me. So like, you know what? Though, that's how it close. always goes, though. It's like, hey, you're best against our best. Let's see who's the best. That's and, yeah, that's true. So would you say that Kevin and his boys smashed you? <laughs> oh, we did not smash him. We took stocks. <laughs> See, I, I I can do the pun game too. It's not just your your ballpark here. I appreciate it. Somebody has to do the heavy lifting for <laughs> to make up for my inadequacy. Yeah, um, but like, so any of the uh, um the the terms that you did like was that at all like broadcasted on Twitch by any chance? Because I remember like I've seen some stuff on there before with like some tournaments. So I don't know if like oh yeah, you were... um, actually our main streamer for the Michigan uh, Smash scene is Gucci. So if check out a uh, Gushy Gaming on either YouTube oh, or you on the like, Twitch channel, like, and you'll see almost every event that we've done in uh, in, in the state of Michigan, and a couple of bigger ones like in West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, he's doing one soon, and then he actually was the streamer for Rivals of Ether at the Smash Splash tournament in Wisconsin this summer. So check out his stuff if you're interested in seeing what the Michigan Smash 4 community is capable of. Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in like viewing that stuff. I mean, I can't I can't I I play Smash just for fun, but like, you know, I'd like seeing that stuff like on Twitch. It's actually like really fun like seeing how like fast and like, you know, intense it can be, but also like it could be, you know, fun as well. Like it's just a perfect fighting slash party game in a sense i had better luck against kevin and his crew when i just stopped trying any strategy and just started mashing buttons in random sequences (laughs) that was my best strategy to to get me anywhere the only time any of us myself my brother uh if we were ever playing would get further in that game yeah in in his tournaments is if we were playing against each other that was the only time we had a chance because otherwise (laughs) you're right Otherwise, if we were going up against anybody else, See, though, every event needs pot fillers, and you know that's that's just was your role at those events. You know that's what I was actually voted in high school is like most likely to be a pot filler. So, you know, <laughs> there's I that. Don't think, um, now, did you fill those pots with oregano or with the real stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we won't. It's funny because it's reference to what we talked about earlier. Hey, callbacks. Um, so I, I actually have a question for you, Kevin. So obviously a lot of our listeners may know that the newest Smash game coming out, Smash Ultimate, December is going to be on the Switch this December. Um, are you, th- are you looking forward to it as much as everyone else is, or are you still kind of like, you know, on the previous games or like better than the newer one kind of thing? You're still brawling oh. with your thoughts of, about... <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that but, was. Um, I mean, I'm uber excited for it. I I very rarely pre-order games. Yeah. I pre-ordered Smash Ultimate like as soon as I could afford to. Um, mm-hmm. I 
You already have a switch. Uh, of yes, I've got I've got a switch. I actually have two technically, but yes, I have I have a switch already. Dude, you should add me on there. <laughs> Obviously, like there's been some new characters that have been revealed, you know, including Ridley, King K. Rule. Um, the newest one was uh, what? What's that uh, character Bell. from? Isabel from Animal Crossing. Yes, yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah, and then Waluigi. That's not gonna happen, dude. Waluigi he's a, is not he's, getting in. He's a support. Waluigi, Waluigi, Waluigi. Bowser has a better shot of getting in than Waluigi. Yeah, the one, the one I want to get in there, and I've told my friends this countless times, and it's just because I'm a huge. This game has always been close to my heart as a kid, but I want Banjo Kazooie to be on there. Just I, I, I there's actually I know, a good like, community poll for him to get joint to join the roster. Yeah. So the fact that we've gotten almost every other major uh, character that has a major pull from the community has gotten in, there's a chance. And Phil Spencer from Microsoft, you know, was like said he wants back in, in the, on that money train. The back in the Wii U era, like he was just like, yeah, I'm totally for it. Like you know, th- it's not impossible. Like there's definitely some contractual stuff that could work. You know, I mean, we even have like Cloud Strife in here, like. You know, that's just, that's freaking awesome, you know? And, like, I, I really honestly can't think of, like, any more characters that we can add into this game. There's so much, you know? I mean, obviously, that can work with Nintendo. But, like, you know, I, I really can't think of anybody else that, like, you know, unless it's, like, super obscure that's, like, you know, not even relevant anymore. But um, but definitely, like... Oh, like yeah. Simon and Richter? Well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that, that, that works, though, because, like, that was, like, in the beginning part in a town i'm what am i saying like obscure like japan only like you know a game that only has one game in its franchise kind of thing not like you know something that's like more reoccurring in a sense but ah, you know okay i, I could be wrong <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to smash brothers ultimate like that's it's been like making me happy every single time i've seen like a new reveal and stuff it's just hyping me up <laughs> yeah it's cool oh, i can't i things. can't wait for the release so then i can go back to being a pikachu main personally <laughs> oh because everybody's gonna finally find some other new character to play as yeah they gave pikachu mewtwo's nair which is basically a multi-hit that traps them inside you can do that off stage drag them down towards the bottom of blast zone Ooh. oh man and then follow that up with his now spiking dare so a spike is when the you hit the move just right and mm-hmm. it sends them it has a meter effect so they plummet <laughs> yeah, I was watching Esam, um, who is like the best Pikachu player of like all the world, um, playing on the demo. I think it was at either CEO or Evo, mm-hmm. and he was getting that on people left and right. So it's it looks like it's going to be a true combo. Nice. Okay, so what would you say is the most common characters that get picked in these kind of uh, you know more professional uh, tournaments? Right now, From unfortunately, you... it's Bayonetta is and Cloud are like the top two because they are Bayo is OP and needs to be banned and uploaded <laughs> and like bye bye. But it's, it's Cloud so... is also very popular because when he has limit fully charged, he's borderline broken because everything is just more advantageous for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's also got a yeah, you know basically an instant kill at like sixty or seventy percent. If you can land his finishing touch. Okay, so there's, you know, it's funny you mentioned Bayonetta because I was assigned Bayonetta in uh, the video game character 
debate and I was doing a little research on her and I was just reading all the things she can do because I never got to play Bayonet. I wanted to, but I was just, you know, reading about her and I was just thinking to myself, this, this is my, this is my dark horse pick to win this whole <laughs> thing because this, this, this lady can do it all. I like platform camp. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, Bayonetta and Cloud are the two most picked. Is it? I mean, what are the typical rules? Is it kind of like a, a neutral stage with no items, essentially? Uh, basically, how a lot of the how the major tournaments will go is a best two out of three set, where mm-hmm. game one can be played on Battlefield, Town and City, Smashville, Lilat. Lilac Cruise or Final Destination. Yeah, I figured probably Final Destination. Yeah. No, um, no items. <laughs> yeah, no items. Just the two players pushing buttons and um, doing their things, and then the loser gets to no, sorry, the winner of game one says, "Okay, um, we are not going here," which is the of the other five stages, and then the loser picks the stage, and then they go to game two, and then. Rinse and repeat for game three if necessary. Okay. And then it's typically like typically like how our events was, Chris. It's double elimination, so you always have that chance for a loser's run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked out so well for me every single time. I always just had two matches hey, and then I was cheerleader. Owen to it might as well be you. <laughs> I have the inner strength to handle that. What a good friend. <laughs> so what, do they do they have any kind of good prizes at these places, these tournaments? Well, tip, typically, um, there's, a, uh, there's a price to enter. So there's the venue fee, which goes towards the cost of renting the facility or wherever you're at, whether it's like a, the event room at a bowling alley or for major events, they'll like rent out the ballroom of a nice hotel. Okay. Um, yeah, and okay, then there's better. the... Yeah. And then there is the registration fee, and that's the money that actually goes into the pot. So Zero, who is the best Smash 4 player of all time. He goes by Zero? He's, since Brawl released, he's made over $100,000 in prizes winning these tournaments. That's insane. Should not like putting that what on your we, resume? What are we doing? Yeah, we're on the wrong <laughs> business. We're uh, we're we're canceling the podcast, folks, and we're going straight to Smash uh, practice. So, uh, yeah, I'll, later. Come December, I'll have a place for you to do that. <laughs> That's right. We're going to definitely give you time to plug and talk about uh, your business, your your business, your small business you're working on building up. Because uh, I personally think it's. A fantastic idea and something that would be a lot of fun to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, participate in and, and uh, get to go check out. Oh, for sure. We'll definitely have time to, you know, oh, yeah, plug in oh, that I know. for sure. But let's um, go ahead and get into our uh, video game character debate tournament. What do we got for the roster today, Chris? Okay, so trying to get everything reset up on my phone because my phone decided it was going to uh, 
do an update while we were on, you know, on air. Yeah. And I did not want to go up against Kevin without having my notes ready to go. So uh, I <laughs> God, do have you're everything. You're making me sound like a God amongst men. Keep doing it. My ego needs more strokes. <laughs> uh, so the matches we have today are on the orange side of the bracket. And it's, it's just continuing the prelims. We've got Kirby versus Revan. Ooh. Uh, we have Kid Icarus, a.k.a. Pitt, uh, versus Sonic. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lara Croft versus Mario. Wow, we got some legendary titles coming up here. Yeah, we do. Um, so we did some rolls earlier in the week. And uh, it turned out that Kevin is going to be representing Revan, Sonic, and Lara Croft, and I'm going to be representing uh, Kirby, Pitt, and then uh, Mario. Okay, so before we begin, um, like earlier, I was the moderator for the last time, and I'll be moderator for this one as well. So we're going to change the rules just a tiny bit, but not too much difference going on. So you're going to have five minutes for each character that you represent, and Basically, you have your opener and your statement and your closing all in that five minutes. So that gives you a little right. bit of time to work with, but not too little or spaced up, whatever. So, And then we'll have our open debate. Right. And then um, after that, whoever has the most convincing you know, arguments placed will be determined as the winner. So not necessarily... So basically, you have to give the best performance, basically, <laughs> in a sense. So, um, who we uh, who we doing first? We doing the so we're actually going to have Revan versus Kirby first, and it's actually going to be Revan who is first up. Okay. So, Kevin, are you ready? Ready when the when you are. And begin. All right. So, for those of you that do not know, because honestly, I didn't know before I started doing the research, Revan is from the Knights of the Old Republic video game of the Star Wars universe. Um, So background knowledge with him is, according to Inverse.com, he is the fifth strongest Darth sandwiched between uh, Malchus and Darth Vader. Hmm, Um, He has mastered all seven lightsaber fighting forms, Hmm. as well as both the light and dark side of the Force. Um, and that's kind of a big deal. It's a good resume so far. (laughs) Um, he's been part, he's played pivotal roles in both the Jedi silver wars and has several arcs around him going about like, uh, solidifying the fact that he's just got this great strategic mind that he's able, he's able to play both sides and he knows what both sides are going to do. So he's able to strike that perfect balance between light and dark, which obviously that's what the force is all about. Um, when he was doing a oh, part of the civil war, he was with the Mandalorian army and the Mandalorians believed him to be quote, the greatest warrior in the galactic Republic's history. And that is high praise from the Mandalorians. They are not easily impressed. Not at all. Exactly. <laughs> They're space Spartans. Um, and when he was on the Jedi side of the Force, only reason why he did not defeat the entire Sith Empire was because of plot twist. When his buddy decided to stab him in the back. Um, so focusing on more like his attributes and what he's going to be able to come bring to this fight, 
his physical attributes, he's spoken as a tempo fighter, meaning he's able to go smoothly between offense and defense, depending on what the tempo of the fight or what his opponent is doing. He lets his opponent dictate the, the speed of the fight, and he's able to match it more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, another oh, nod to his physical abilities is that uh, the greatest among the Achani are said to are able to read their opponent's moves so they can predict the path of the battle several seconds, sometimes even minutes in advance by gauging their opponent's fighting style, heart style, and their movements in combat. The Achani rely heavily on hand-to-hand combat and personal shield technology, and they had their asses handed to them by Raven during the Jedi Silver War. So these people that are able to predict what he's going to do had no chance. It was like Chris versus me and Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, let's get personal now. <laughs> and uh, other thing for his physical attributes is he may not have the speed of Yoda or the strength of Malgeese, but he knows how to use what he has to an extreme expert level. Now, he's a part of the Star Wars canon, so he's got to have Force abilities, right? Well, he has access to everything. He's able to do anything that you've seen any other Jedi or Sith Lord or Apprentice do, he has that ability. But I'm pers- I'm personally going to focus more on the fact that he is the greatest Force wielder of his time, and he's about Emperor Vis- Emperor Vicius's level, where he's focusing on the telekinesis, Force lightning to the fact of Force storm and Force drain. Um, I think in a fight against like. Revan versus Yoda, who again is one of the most commonly known characters in the Star Wars universe, he'd have a solid chance of beating Yoda in just force usage as long as he was able to stay versatile of like and not being so predictable with movements. Um, and again, going back into dueling ability, uh, again, like I said, he's able to do all seven. Uh, lightsaber forms he is skilled in all all the forms of lightsaber combat he is always more of a generalist than a specialist kind of like a jack of all trades but a master of none Mm -hmm. but i would love to be his level of jack of all trades in everything that i do yeah um (laughs) would be nice and this allows him to take the strength of each form and implement whatever it is whether he needs to be on the defense or the offense and it's keeping him versatile and unpredictable. Five, um, four, three. Uh, oh crap! Two, one, and time's up. Oh, well, yes, you're five minutes. I got more stuff. That's See in the open debate, I'm Kevin. Okay with that. <laughs> no, there's a lot of information for sure. That definitely, um, and that's that's a lot to uh, fight up against there, Chris. So uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> are you ready for yours? Irby swallows. <laughs> Hey, wait for me to say it. I don't have a lot of abilities to list off like Revan does. Are you sure you're going to even need that five minutes, dude? I'm not going to need all five minutes. I, that is very clear. Okay. I could have actually just given Kevin some of my time. Like it's a like Congress or something. I mean, I only had two more bullet points to go over, but everything else I can say for like when I... Open debate. How I debate, expect. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's go ahead and start on... 
Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that seems a little like uh, that's kind of predetermining who uh, who you think is going to win this match. That's, a little bit, moderator. That's subjective. Uh, <laughs> but my guy. Uh, well, hang if, on. If, I didn't start yet. Oh, my gosh. Right, they got to do the timer, man. Come oh, on. Okay. All right. Ready and go. Okay. So my guy, or if you can call him a guy, he's really like a little pink puffball. He's named Kirby. I think a lot of people would recognize this guy, even if you don't recognize the name. He's a very iconic video game character. He's a little pink puffball with, you know, big red shoes. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, kind of adorable. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy's going up against some Jedi Master, some Jedi Sith Master. Anyway, uh, I'm going to use the Kirby from Kirby Triple Deluxe. Uh, I think it's a 3DS game. I think I'm not entirely sure. I didn't write that pretty, down in my pretty notes. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. His body is soft and flexible, allowing him to stretch or flatten and adopt different shapes. He can also open his mouth really wide to inhale foes or inflate himself with air and fly. According to Super Smash Bros., the man in the manual, he is 8 inches tall. Kirby is well known for his ability to inhale objects and creatures to gain their abilities, as well as his ability to float by expanding his body. Kirby's main ability is inhaling enemies and objects and spitting them out with incredible force. Both his mouth and body expand to allow him to inhale things much larger than himself. However, there is a limit to what he can inhale. Excessively large or heavy foes like bosses can resist Kirby's inhale. Against these opponents, Kirby must find smaller objects to use as ammo or intercept his opponent's attacks and send them right back at him. So, what we're looking at here, inhale, slide attack, running, jumping, and floating are some of his go-tos. Kirby can float for an unlimited amount of time in this game, but he cannot float while he's holding an item. Uh, let's see. You're in a rough time with this. Oh, I'm just... I, I, I have a strategy. I'm just waiting until the open debate to to, to, <laughs> to drop this on, uh, on, on, on Revan here. But uh, yeah, I think uh, just kind of describing what he is and what he's doing, I think I'll save what form I want him to be in to start the open debate, and what his item will be. So that's the end of yours? I think that's the end of mine. Okay, and we're going to end it right there. And uh, now we are going to have the open debate of Kirby versus Revan starting right about <laughs> now. So we know. <laughs> so, so, so what I'm thinking... F- <laughs> so, so what I'm thinking for Kirby is that he would be coming to this fight uh, in his uh, leaf form, uh, in the game you can absorb. Uh, you have uh, leaf abilities you can absorb, and the leaf ability grants Kirby the power to create and control leaves. Mm-hmm. He can perform many far-reaching attacks in this form, as well as a special guard that renders him impervious to all attacks. Uh, its attacks include swirling leaves and throwing them mostly in a vortex fashion. These leaves, like cutter blades and similar projectiles, are able to cut ropes. Uh, in addition, Leaf Kirby also receives a unique guard where instead of guarding like he normally would, he hides in a leaf pile, which renders him immune to all attacks, which is unique guard and the ability to attack from medium range. Oh. Leaf is a defensive ability that cautious players can use very effectively. So basically what I'm thinking is I'd, I'd, I'd hit that up and I'd, I'd get and hide in my leaves from Mr. Uh, I can do everything known to the gods with the force <laughs> and all kinds of seven, eight fighting styles. First things first is I'm going into those leaves. Second thing, I would hope that, you know, the, the plan would be to try to lure him Revan 
to to eventually come up to the leaves. And in which that case, the item I would have is actually I had it written down. Um, in this game, he can do a move called Hypernova by touching a Miracle Fruit. So my item would be a Miracle Fruit. And it greatly increases the power of his inhale ability, allowing him to inhale things as large as trees, pull large items that are otherwise unmovable, or catch giant projectiles and fire them back. So with this uh, fruit, while he's in this leaf pile, if Revan gets close enough, he could inhale Revan, and then that would be the end of Revan. All, you're, you're considering one thing. <laughs> what do you have to do in order to inhale? Uh, um... <laughs> Open you your have mouth. To breathe, right? You have to breathe. Yep. Force choke. So, Done. So I would think that, but that's the thing is he'd be in this pile and hopefully, like the, the strategy would have to be. Okay. He, what is like, the Revan premise have, of like? Are these guys just plopped down in the middle of somewhere and then they're like, oh, you're supposed to be fighting this thing. You're supposed to be fighting this dude. Yeah. Or is Kirby chilling in a leaf pile at the beginning of the fight? <laughs> no, no, I would, I, I, that's a good point. I would say that this is think, uh, I'm going to mess up the name hyperbolic or the, the time chamber from dragon ball Z where they train in. And it's like just white space essentially. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you just Revan see a leaf pile. Kirby and then Revan's going to be able to utilize his connections to the force and see Kirby Go into his immune pile of leaves. Yes, he would see Kirby into his leaf pile. And then at that point, he has a wide range of long-range attacks, which he's going to do because the idea that... I think Revan's going to try to slow this fight down Mm -hmm. to get an understanding of what his opponent's skill set and movements are to the point where he can predict and make counterattacks at the precise moment of weakness. So if Kirby pulls out the leaves right away, he's like, oh, he's going to hide. Okay. And he'd be shooting leaves at you. <laughs> okay. But they're spicy How fast leaves. are these leaves going? Are they going faster than a blaster? Um, no. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> oh. Saber but, deflection back into the leaves. But. And yes, it's immune. Whatever. <laughs> Kirby can't stand there forever. But that's the thing. Is eventually. Like I could keep throwing leaves. You know, and then at that point, he become Kirby's movements become predictable, and then Revan will start using again his force powers to retaliate any ground he gave up during the fight, which would be minimal. Using such, uh, using like force lightning, force pushes, and the perfect combination of light and dark sides of the force, Uh, like other things such as force fear and other types of force mind domination, should be effective against your child Kirby. So he ain't even got to touch it. It's, he'll start playing mind games like, ooh, you're scared. You're going to think King, King DDD is eating all your food. You're going to be thinking, Especially the here comes Sonic with his side B up air, up B up air combo in Smash Brothers and killing you off the top of town and city. You're going to be thinking, oh, here's Meta Knight with his little uh, toothpick of a sword. Five, He's going to cut me into pieces. Four, Whatever three, Kirby's greatest two. fear is. One. He's gonna start hard. That's it. That's Kirby, it for time. Kirby can also sing. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Alright, so that was the open debate we have there. Would you guys like to have any closing statements to each other or to your characters? Or to me? I would actually say uh, that oh, Kirby, Chris. Kirby could probably pop up out of that um the leaves 
and if he's got the the fruit of extra suction power, he'd be able to get like I don't know. I don't know how strong the suction would be, but it's described as being able to rip trees. So I think that if he was able to do that, he might be able to inhale Revan if he was close enough and, and, and su- surprise him with a, oh, this thing's just going to suck me up and eat me. And that that would be my strategy with, with uh, Kirby. And you, Kevin? Okay. Um, I was just going to say that Revan is going to have the stamina to outlast most, and once he learns the opponent, it's over. The longer the fight, the better chance Revan has. And again, he's going to be more of a slowdown at the beginning to be more defensive. So he's not going to come in right away and like, oh, I'm going to attack this pile of leaves. He's going to wait and see what Kirby's going to do in order to Looks have the like best I'm counter need a rake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So after your guys' closing statements, it has come to my decision to pick a winner for this. And as <clears throat> obvious it may be to some others, Revan is the winner. Boo! <laughs> that was a great fight, Kirby. Did you like, just suck. You know, much. you did. You did. Kirby did have some interference, at least a little bit. It wasn't just an easy kill. However, due to Revan's training, his abilities, his speed, and his watchful attention. I, I can't deny it. Revan definitely destroys Kirby. But there's, the leaves. There's no there's no <laughs> leaves, Chris. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Chris, I think you picked the best version of Kirby you could have. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Thank you. It, sure. it took me so long. At least Look, I was like, geez, there's every every ability he has is something that Revan could counter easily. So I was just that's what I was playing for, was looking yeah. for any kind of strat that I could that wouldn't leave me in the dust. <laughs> The the only one I can think of that you know could be different would be the um, uh, what the bully the the bully uh, Kirby the one that's like made of yarn oh, yarn yarn Kirby yeah oh epic yeah. yarn yeah, epic yarn Kirby yeah I, I feel like that would have been an interesting version to go at but you know you you chose that one you 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 made it through so yeah I mean I mean please don't send any like aggressive hate mail to me or you know show up at my house in fact if you're going to get mad at me I would say uh, please show up at Brandon's house. His address is Press two eight. <laughs> Knock it off. I, why? Why do you do this to me? Why not? Anyways, let's get on to the uh, next roundabout here. Okay, so our next fight is uh, Pit, aka or Kid, Ac- Kid Icarus. In fact, uh, yeah, I have to. I had to correct that because uh, mm-hmm. it's apparently a common mistake. But anyway, we have uh, Pitt versus Sonic the Hedgehog. And who has who? Uh, I have Pitt, and Kevin has Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Go fast. <laughs> Chili dogs. <Here's> <laughs> so uh, I will go first this time as Pitt. Ready? Go. Okay, so Pitt is kind of like this little, little, little kid, angel. But he's like wings don't really work from what I've studied. I never played the, the Pitt the Kid Icarus games, really. So I definitely had to do a lot of research on this guy, uh, but I'm ended up I'm gonna go with the Kid Icarus uh, Kid Icarus Uprising is the game mm-hmm. that I'm, the 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 pit I'm using. I'll try not to dig a pit with my strategy here. <laughs> pit is the protagonist of the Kid Icarus series. He first appeared uh, in 1986. Uh, pit is, and I know I'm gonna mess up the name. Polit- 
Palatina. 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 Thank you, guys. Uh, most loyal <laughs> servant. I guess she's a goddess. Um, as well as the captain oh of her. God. Ro- yes, captain of her royal bodyguards. He is sometimes erroneously referred to as Kid Icarus due to his confusing name in the English title of the series. Uh, it appear he appears as a young angel-like, wearing a simple white cloth, um, pair of sandals with metal cuffs. Um, Short brown hair and white wings. Uh, Pitt originally started out as an archer, mainly specializes in using bows, but um, he's become experienced with other weapons over the time uh, as he's, you know, gotten better. Um, The angel has no actual magic powers of his own, but he can utilize abilities as powers which are granted by uh, the goddess. Although Pitt has access to numerous weapon classes, his preference are bows. Um, So in Kid Icarus Uprising... um, Powers are a gameplay mechanic introduced into this game, and powers are basically equipable items that grant special effects to players during land battles, such as enhancing Pitt's attributes or uh, allowing him to perform unique attacks. Powers appear on a block grid, and you just you can only have as many abilities in this grid. Um, like if you overlap. Like, every ability has, like, a certain... Think Tetris. They have a certain square or an L shape or a Z shape. And you can put as many abilities onto this grid as you're able to fit without overlap or going off. So I have a couple abilities that I was able to equip him with. So he's Pre, not, Pre-fight. Yeah, pre-fight. Okay. So he's coming into this fight with a level 3 Petrify attack, super speed, uh, this move called the Bumblebee... And a mega laser, so yeah. I'll, I'll have to pull out the uh, the grid at some point to to prove that you're able to f- do all these moves. Um, and and I figured the grid would count as his one item essentially. Um, but basically, that is. I'll go into more detail in the open debate on what the what the game plan would be, but that's kind of what I got so far. <clears throat> okay, then that is your. Yours for Pitt, or did it, Chris, whatever. Um, let's go ahead and see uh, how uh, our boy Sonic is for this bout here. So go ahead, and Kevin, and start right about now. All right, so Sonic that I'm going to use is from Sonic and Knuckles from the Sega Genesis. Um, okay. His top speed is unknown, but has the average run speed of 765 miles an hour. That is two miles an hour short of the speed of sound. Wow. He could break the speed of sound <laughs> with relative ease. Um, his arsenal is going to basically be like spin attacks with that. When you're again, when you're playing the game, that's when you press down and you push the buttons, and he spins in a little circle and then goes vroom. Uh, he's got he's going to have that, and then he also has the light speed dash, which he comes at you at the speed of light which is over 600 million miles per hour uh he's got solid martial art backgrounds with punches and kicks and blocks um he can burrow underground um Hmm. items that he's gonna have access to potentially i'm not sure what your guys format is is are the shields from uh the game so the fire shield lightning shield and the bubble shield okay um the fire shield is impervious to fire has a fiery makeup disintegrates in water and allows him to do a kind of a mid-air dash attack. The lightning shield is impervious to electricity, 
has an electric makeup, disintegrates in water, creates a magnetic field, and gives him a mid-air jump. While the bubble shield, he can breathe underwater, has water and air makeup, has a bounce attack, and if you bounce just right, you can get more height on his jumps. Um, but the big item that he's going to bring into this fight is the Chaos Emeralds. Is the Chaos Emeralds <laughs> I don't blame you. I has all seven, which he does, pre-equipped, as you like to like you said, uh, gives him a thousand percent power increase. He's automatic flight, unlimited stamina, he's invincible, has a positive energy aura, and once he descends from his supersonic form, he is at 100% health. His HP, any lasting effects from pre-ascension is now null and void. So it's basically like he had a Sinsu being and he's ready to go. Um, the one flaw of the with the Chaos Emeralds is that it is uh, the duration is based on a time limit. Yep. So that's all that I have for now. Okay. I, I, all right. I didn't dive as deep in Sonic as I did with Revan. No, I, I, I definitely like I uh, noticed that. <laughs> like I had to cut you off. <laughs> but uh, all right, so we had all our facts laid out there for each of our boys here. So why don't we go ahead and do our little open debate for Pit and Sonic, and that is starting right now. Okay, so uh, kind of the game plan I got here for Pit is all based on the abilities I have here, um, based on this power grid. So uh, I would want to use uh, this move called the Bumblebee. It is one of the available powers for Kid, uh, for Pit. Uh, dodges all attacks by vanishing and circling around the enemy in an instant. So what that tells me is at least... Because Sonic is going to have the speed right off the bat, and he could you know just zoom right up to Pit and you know lay some hands on pit but if he's got if he's got the ability to instantly dodge something like that then that's to his advantage because then the next power would be to use super speed and i'll admit it's probably i I don't know god god is god given powers of speed might be on par with sonic may not be uh but super speed is what he'd get and when activated it makes the user run extremely fast even when using a weapon um, any enemies in the player's path will receive minimum damage. So if, if this is the case, he's able to dodge Sonic's blows and he can at least see him on the speed. Well, you know, so it's like he could see him now, whereas Sonic before would be so fast. It's like, he probably wouldn't even see him, but if he's got super speed as well, I guess we could, you know, believe possibly that he could see Sonic, even if he's just kind of seeing Sonic, if Sonic's going a little bit faster, um, and then after that, I would try to use uh, a level 3 Petrify attack against Sonic uh, when I was able to instantly warp behind him. Um, we used... Well, that's what it says with Bumblebee. Uh, by vanishing and circling around the enemy in an instant. Uh, so then I'd use Petrify, and when used, it gives the user um, the, the probability to inflict petrification on a foe, which turns it to stone, which turns it to stone, making them unable to move. Um, and I, I say it's, it says probability, so that's why I picked the highest level possible to ma- make it the most likely they would be able to hit. Um, because there were three levels, you could choose one, two, or three, so I went with the maximum, which takes up more space on the grid. 
Um, and then once he was set in stone, hopefully, I would use Mega Laser. Uh, when you use the large laser, lasting for several seconds, appears in front of the player. Would it, when, while it's activated, the laser can go through walls and can do large amounts of damage to enemies. Its hits are numerous, successive shots, followed by powerful blasts. So that would be essentially my game plan for Sonic. Was, you know, avoid blows, get up to super speed, get behind Sonic, use a petrify attack, and then melt him with a laser. Okay, well, the only issue with that is uh, Sonic's durabilities. Even if you went through all of that, especially as long as he's got the Chaos Emeralds and or he's got a power ring, you just depleted his power ring, and then he'll just grab another one. In that, in um, that case, then then Pitt's plan would be to try to just wait out wait out the clock with uh, the chaos. Oh, the- so well, okay. But the other aspect is, um, Pitt is a island destroyer, maybe a mountain destroyer level of power, <laughs> even with all the little gadgets and widgets that you got attached to him. Well, Sonic in his supersonic form with the Chaos Emeralds is planet level. So he's destroyed planet. He's capable of destroying entire planets. What? Oh, you're saying one minute for that. So it's it's basically like a mosquito coming in and biting a man. Yeah, it's going to be annoying at first, but once they're done doing their thing, SWAT, they're dead. So I feel that Sonic's going to be able to move around. Even your little vanish attack thing. I have it here saying that uh, that Pit vanishes into thin air dodge oncoming attacks before reappearing behind his opponent. Just because yep. he's behind him, Sonic doesn't. Sonic's gonna know where he's at. Kind of think Flash. Just because he moves so fast, his brain's able to move that fast. So he's able to see and feel that. Oh, Pit's behind me. Okay, let me turn around. And plus, Pit is a young boy who is prone to losing his temper, especially when picked on. And what's <laughs> Sonic going to do? He's going to run circles around Pit and verbally just be an assault him. just thing of circles, really. <laughs> uh, verbally assault Pit to the point where Pit gets off his kilter and is not able to implement your little strategy. Well, because the other thing is is what this comes down to is whether we Ten think seconds. the power of this goddess could, could have Pit match the power of a chaos crystal. Um because it just says super speed and the ability to dodge all blows. Stop. All right. So, you guys have any closing statements before the final decision is done between these two guys here? Go ahead, Kevin. Um, just again, that I feel that, yeah, even with Pit super speed and all these equips, that with the combination of being able to go at the speed of both sound and at the speed of light and being a planet level destroyer. Pit being instant transmission isk from DBZ and a nothing personal destroyer <laughs> is, is, isn't going to do anything. It's not going to put a dent into what, what Sonic's capable of dealing. And he's dealt with uh, like fortresses exploding while he was inside and came out. He wasn't unscathed, but he was able to run away and with his friends. Okay. And for you, Chris? Yeah, I, I, you know, I just, um, I think it's all great points. I think that, uh, you know, the Pitt's big, biggest strategy would be if, if the Chaos Crystal is in play, 
to just kind of wait out that duration, just do whatever he could, even if he took damage, even if he took a took a serious licking um, while that was going on, and not just physically but emotionally with the taunting, uh, you know, being able to, to to at least still be fast enough to kind of keep him in his sights, maybe to you know dodge because it just says with the um, you know the bumblebee uh, ability is that you know you can you can dodge all attacks and circling around so i guess this would end up just being a constant circle i guess thing the big until... question would be that is it just a single attack or is it a flurry of attacks because sonic's just not going to throw one jab and then you're able to counter that he's going to throw several multiple attacks yeah so the, i mean and that's that's what it comes down to is uh you know i unfortunately it's it's some of this stuff like uh, like we talk about is it's just kind of a um you know kind of the committee choice back when we were doing this uh you know, a couple of years ago where it's like it, when we don't have the information that could really, you know, sell some of this stuff, uh, we got to just kind of see what we think probably is the li- most likely, uh, outcome. Hmm. So, okay. That's what I got. So after your guys's closing statement, I have to make a decision now. I'm not going to lie. You guys both made some pretty good cases. Like, you know, just with Sonic's, you know, really fast mind and speed, but also with um, Pitt's, you know, powers and stuff like that to an extent. Like, they're basically, like, kind of on par, but I do have to pick a winner. There can't be any ties in this. Um, and after consideration, just because of the fact of the speed of not only his body, but also his mind as well, I'm going to have to go with Sonic for this one because... I don't know what it is like just I mean yeah like he does have the du- time duration of the <laughs> of the crystals but j- just for the fact that you know he's just so fast and agile and you hate angels Ugh, <laughs> 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 oh, but uh, that that wasn't that wasn't easy I'm not gonna lie like you guys both made some really convincing cases like I almost leaned on pip but I just I don't know man just yeah now he's just in some pit yeah. And it versus <laughs> Mountain Destroyer. It should have been a contest. <laughs> so who do we uh, got for this one? Lara Croft uh, of Tomb Raider, an iconic uh, female protagonist in the video game world versus uh, Mario. The yeah, video I mean, game the, icon. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't get better representation than uh, Mario there. He represents all games, so. Mm-hmm. So who has who? I have Mario, and uh, Kevin has Lara Croft. Ooh. So uh, I'll let him take it away. Okay. And begin. All right. So the Lara Croft that I'm going with is from the, I actually forget the name now, is from the latest rendition of the games, where her arsenal is a combination of dual pistols, which are going to be the Mach 45 Glock 17s, she has access to assault rifles, uh, submachine guns, combat shotgun, competition bow, climbing axe, and a grappling hook. That's her arsenal. Um, the feats in which that I'm recycling are gonna like lean heavily upon is the fact that she's survived multiple plane, plane crashes. She's killed both yeah, no a kidding. T-Rex, a Velociraptor, and a dragon. She infiltrated and escaped Area 51. She's pushed blocks of the Great Pyramid, which are estimated to weigh 
about 27 tons. She survived a 250-foot dive into a river. She twice battled the Egyptian god set, and she fought and defeated the god queen of Atlantis. So, Laura Croft has got all these weaponry that even if Mara, outside of the super mushroom and the invincible star, which whoa. both have a time limit. Whoa, 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 whoa. She- that's only for debate. Don't talk about Mario yet. Oh, you <laughs> okay. Mario out of this. Then that's all I got. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Okay, that's it then. Sorry, yeah, you can't. You can't. Met, got, I got, know. I get it. Yeah, because that—that's for the debate. You know, you can talk. I know. I talk. just got really excited. I wanted to prove just that Mario's trash. Win Mario. <laughs> Overrated piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we'll go into Mario's opening statement. So go ahead, Chris, and begin. Okay, so this won't take too long, opening statement. Um, Mario really speaks for himself. I mean, he's uh, most people know who he is. Um, so basically... Uh, I'm going to use the Super Mario 3D World Mario, um, and then I have I have a strategy that I'm going to use, but now I'll, I'll save that for open debate. So honestly, I think I think we're good to move to open debate. Mario, if if I have to describe who Mario is, I you know I, I you're probably not listening to this debate anyway. So true, true. <laughs> So I guess we'll just jump on into okay. open discussion. We'll go ahead and jump into open discussion here, and let's go right now. Okay. Right, so um, I'm so- thinking here that Laura Croft's going to see Mario. Mario's defending like some artifact that she wants to get to. So she's going to pull out her assault rifles, her guns, Stuff that Mario's not seen before. <laughs> just Even if shoot he jumps him? on a mushroom, he's like, oh, I can take a hit. Guess what? Those bullets are coming at so fast that he's not going to be able to see them coming. He gets hit by slow-moving fireballs from piranha plants. Let's be honest. He's not going to be able to dodge uh, a this. bullet. <laughs> so even if he, if even if he's got firepower or leaf or something, and if you want to play the fact that you go from firepower to Super Mario to regular Mario to dead, he's getting hit four times in less than a second. His hit points go bull by with any sort of gunnery that she has. And then if it comes down to a fist fight, she's moved a 27-ton rock. This See, is just me. But that's where I got to stop you because she didn't do that in the recent saga, and you picked the most oh, recent. fine, whatever. whatever. So I tried. Leave me that. alone. <laughs> fine. Uh, she still has all the durability and the ability okay the biggest thing she survived plane crashes if mario was up in a plane crash he would die because he'd <laughs> fall off the stage there would be no bottom for him to land onto so therefore he'd lose a life instantly well same it's just your with, luck this match we're actually in a surviving plane. a 250 foot uh dive into the river mario unless he's got his frog suit he gets in water he ain't moving very well that's easy pickings with them guns and them booby guns and those buoys. It's done. It's it's no contest. Four hits so tomorrow's while, done. So while Lara Croft is sitting here thinking about fantasizing about them being in an airplane together on the battlefield, uh, Mario was popping in a super mega mushroom 
and is becoming the That's size the of Godzilla. That's the one that makes him giant, right? <laughs> <laughs> the size of Godzilla. Uh, so I, at this point, I'm assuming she's snapping out of her fantasy of Mario being on an airplane where she can beat him. Uh, and he is the size of Godzilla, and she can be shooting at, Go- at Mario, Godzilla Mario. But at that point, the bullets are like splinters to him. Like they're they're not not doing anything. True, but after keep in that, mind that has a time limit. After, well, Laura's that, killed a T Rex, <laughs> which is not as big as but Godzilla. She did kill a but T-Rex relative, she's got experience of fighting something bigger than she is. So he would basically at that point um, either smush him. I mean, it's really dealer's choice. I mean, he could smush her with his foot. He could do a ground pound and just the earthquake, the the, the blast radius of something like that. Like Godzilla doing a ground pound being in the area. It's like dropping a bomb. And I remember you know, Mario being able to do that in that game. I thought all he could do was run and jump. I no, don't remember a ground no, pound. No, he can do ground pound. I looked it up. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. oh, he can't attack, but he does have ground pound. That is true. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay, so what's stopping Laura Croft from being able to jump on his back, right in the small of his back, and pulling a Chaozu? Well, until I, minus the whole self-destructing aspect. Well, let's Getting suppose right that is the case. Back, his back until where he can't reach or do anything until the super mushroom vault fades. He and could just drop to his back. Three hit, four hit he combo, could, and she and it's done. He could do a stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> The other thing is, I felt like I was really nice by picking the Mega Mushroom. I could have gone with the Invincibility Leaf, which I I am just staying away from any kind of like Triforce, like <laughs> like cheesy bullshit where it's like the Invincibility That's Leaf. That's why you're owing two right now. <laughs> like the fact that there's like he could turn into that white raccoon and become invincible, and like he just like he just like you can use it for an entire level is what I'm what I'm getting from studying this. I have less than a minute. So basically, I could have gone with that. I'm not going to do that because I want to actually have fights and not some, you know, cheesy, oh, well, now this person's invincible. Mm-hmm. But I think that being supersized would be, you'd be able to cover up enough space to get to Laura. And uh, I don't know if Laura's agile, Laura's quick, Laura's used to jumping. Area 51, which is the tightest. But uh, not, uh, but not in the game you possible. picked. She's going to be able to, she should be able to hide and f- <laughs> It's like, but oh, it's an shit. open space. There's, There's nothing big, to hide. Godzilla-sized dude. I need to hide and learn and get some recon. But there's She's no gonna do that while Mario's like, "Oh, it's me, Mario. Where's Lara Croft?" <laughs> but there's nowhere to hide. It's an open space unless you're Solid Snake and you got the box to hide in, <laughs> <laughs> or a pile Building of leaves, the trees, and the hyperbolic okay, time stop. chamber. All right, <clears throat> that is the end. So now comes the decision. So. Unfortunately, Kevin, <laughs> you... I understand. This is one of the reasons why I didn't want to do this right away. I didn't prep Laura Croft nearly enough as I should have. <laughs> well, the thing is, you did. However, you chose the wrong series. You chose the modern Laura Croft compared to I the went with older the, one, which has the square done one. right, which has done all of that stuff you have mentioned. But it is not the right Laura Croft. Yeah, you the modern said in the, the modern one is much more human, much more uh, oh! grounded. Yeah, much more yeah. newbie. Grounded. <laughs> uh, fine. Be- let's let's do this all over again. And I picked that version. <laughs> I picked that from that game. Let's, That's let's, not how it works. I need this one. This and we're good. <laughs> so unfortunately, even with all of that, it would be kind of hard to defeat the mega mario 
mushroom tidbit there. So I'm going to have to give this one to Chris. So Mario proceeds this next round. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was actually very hard to decide with all of those three. Well, except the last one, but... <laughs> but right. uh, I'm I'm very pleased how that turned out. That was actually really swell. I guess yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the first time we did this, you can imagine how much fun it was because like we'd all sat down at a table and we all had laptops, so we were f- actively fact checking people while oh, yeah. they were talking. You know, it's a little different being on a podcast and doing it, but you know, actually having a computer to look things up on the fly, and we'd have a committee of people kind of voting on who they thought won. So. You know, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I, I want to thank you, Kevin, for introducing it to me. And that's, you know, allowing me here to, to steal it and put it on our show. <laughs> oh, no worries. But I do have a quick story about one of these roundtables that I feel that you and your viewers may appreciate. Oh, yeah? Go for it. So we did uh, the DC villains versus Marvel villains. Oh, and man. And we had Thanos losing to Two-Face. Ooh. Thanos Two Face? <gasps> oh my! I and just realized. Because, chance. Yes, because Thanos is constantly trying to f- prove himself being the better person by self sabotaging. So he's yeah. going to say, "Hey, the Two Face is like, all right, heads I win, tails you lose, type deal." Uh-huh. And Thanos is going to fall for it. Yes, he. It's oh done. wow! Wow, Thanos is all about fifty fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fair and balanced as all things should be. Our buddy Jabril, who was Thanos, was livid. Oh, I would be too. That's that's that was that's a similar. first round knockout. I mean, of somebody that he was anticipating going deep in with. Man, yeah. Okay, see, and that's honestly that reminds me of when we originally did this, and I got that big upset over you, where uh, I, I was Guybrush from Monkey Island. Oh yeah, and you were Cloud from Final Fantasy yeah. VII, the Cloud. Oh wait, that was you, Kevin. Yeah, this was yeah. Kevin was the guy I managed to beat. <laughs> I managed to convince the committee that Guybrush Threepwood with the ultimate insult could bring uh, Cloud to be a, a crying, uh, crying, crying emo guy. kid. Well, I believe was the quote. <laughs> <laughs> who would refuse to fight? So. <laughs> it was so that kind of reminds me of uh, what you just discussed of Two Face being able to beat Thanos, some some kind of surprise win like that. I would definitely love to see some of those Glory Day tournaments that you guys talk about. Like, well, we'll probably we need to have a live one at some point again. I'd be down for it. Yeah, absolutely. I know I would definitely be down too. We can we can schedule something. I'm sure we can get a small committee together. Yeah, do a roundtable. Have some good food. Like, if only we had a place to play this at. Maybe a kind hmm. of. A, like a gaming place. I mean, a gaming place like that would kind of be paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so Kevin, please go ahead and tell us and uh, some of our listeners here about this small business you're planning on starting up. All right, so what I've been trying to do is open a video gaming lounge. So the idea behind it is so instead of having to go and buy the latest console, the latest game on the best monitors Mm -hmm. you can come to my brick and mortar spot which i'm looking at opening in on schoolcraft road in livonia michigan Mm -hmm. um right there at the 14 275 and 96 interchange um you come in you pay an hour uh, hourly rate rent uh hour 
10 or like 10 bucks an hour mm-hmm. to play whatever game you want. You can either bring in your own or you can play from what will be like 120 plus game library. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Very cool. So the idea is, and it's either you can come in all by yourself and play a solo game for 10 bucks an hour, or you can bring your eight friends and play smash brothers with you for eight hours and it would cost you the same rate it'd be 10 bucks an hour for all eight of you okay it's so you have a group because you're renting the space not necessarily you know you're renting the station not necessarily the entire thing i see um other thing that i'd be looking at doing is hosting weekly tournaments for smash brothers first person shooters hmm. tabletop games such as like magic the gathering and pokemon uh, trading card game how about D? Uh, potentially I do have uh, a couple of people that have shown interest in that. What I could do with that is I plan on offering party packages at 10 bucks a person. Mm -hmm. So you guys get a event room, tables and chairs, get some food, do your D and D thing. And if I like you enough, I might even stream it because I'm looking at (laughs) having, I'm looking at putting about $10,000 into a stream setup. Gotcha. So nice. I'm going to have a good, strong Twitch following for your D&D game to potentially be displayed. Awesome. Um, so I'll also be doing like sports night, so Madden, NBA 2K events, and then your traditional fighters like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, Dragon Ball Z fighters, and whatnot. And then also monthly events on the weekends. So I'm looking at trying to really get a good, solid foundation going to try to make this thing a possibility i've got investors already lined up which are about putting in uh, about 40 percent of my startup costs so i still got another 60 percent to try to get to mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll see what happens do you have uh you know this i mean this is a great idea i mean oh, I've, yeah. I've there's been many times where I've wanted to really play a game and I know Brandon can attest to this too on kind of the reverse end of the spectrum here where, you know, like I'd say maybe Gears of War 4, for example, I've wanted to play for a while, but I don't have an Xbox One. I just have a PS4. Right. And I don't want to go buy a, an Xbox One just so I can play Gears of War 4. So if I bought Gears of War 4, or if I if you had that ga- this gaming paradise, uh, then I could just, you know, go there and play it without having to spend tons of money on it. Yeah. That's, so you're, pay- you're paying an hour- the hourly rental rate for a station. See? Yeah. I would love this. Like, if this was like a thing back when I was like a high school or something like that, like, I would have been all over this place. Like, I would have yeah. been there like every weekend, like, no doubt about that. Like, th- this idea That's is just so unique and fun. Like, I, I pretty much anybody who loves games, like, you know, you know, video games, board games, you name it. Like, this is like the thing for you to do. Like, I would love to be a part of this thing. This sounds awesome. Yep, and hanging out with people. I mean, so that's the other thing is, is are you gonna have like a like a complete restaurant bar type thing, or or what? What, what are you kind of thinking with that? Um, the concessions area that I'm looking at doing right now is just basically is just basics at the beginning. So like cans of pop, bags of chips. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- offer hot dogs like from a roller. But uh, one thing I do want to try to do is reaching a like get hungry howies to deliver the food here so like i call them place the order and then they deliver it to the site for the customers gotcha okay they can get pizza delivered or you know whatever else is delivered there awesome so uh is there uh is there what's the best way to to maybe reach out to you or is there any oh um uh, i've got a facebook page at uh 
at facebook.com slash gamers paradise all one word a2 for ann arbor um it's got the picture of the palm tree on it too. i was originally trying to open this in ann arbor but the real estate is too expensive yeah, so that's imagine. what moved me yeah. out to potentially to Livonia. Yeah. Um, well, but Livonia's yeah, not uh, bad. Hit, hit a follow and like, and um, whenever I got some new information, I've been trying to do like a morning report type deal. So as more, as I get closer to launching and opening this, the that's the best way to keep up with where, where I'm at with uh, the process and everything. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, uh, I'm anxiously looking forward to uh, more news about, uh, where you're at with all this i think it'd be uh i think it'd be a lot of fun oh for sure Especially with I'm, some good I'm, friends. I'm really excited about it and honestly everyone i've talked to is like dude this is a brilliant idea i hope it works out so Especially i haven't had yeah. many people say it's a waste of idea don't don't do it but i've been working on this for almost two years now um i had to put it on the back burner when i got married and had my daughter mm-hmm. but now that we're at a situation where all right let's let's rekindle this so ideally, I want to be launched before Ultimate, which comes out on December 7th, but right. I also understand that may or may not be a thing, but that is my goal, is to be up and operational by early December. Awesome. That Yeah, that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other outlets besides Facebook that you're having this on, like, you know, your personal website maybe, or like, you know, Twitter um, Unfortunately, Instagram? at this point, I don't have a Twitter. I don't know how to twit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, be fa- let's be real. Most Twitter users don't even know how to use it correctly. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, right now, all I have is the Facebook page. Um, I because it's it's a free platform. Um, I trying to minimize the cost of things at the moment. Trying to put every down I can towards that startup cost, which is a little more than you would think it is. But overall, it still really should be affordable. I just got to try to get the loans lined up. That's great. Or, uh, or potential investors. So if you guys are interested in investing in it. You know, shoot me a message on the Facebook and we will, I can go over everything and you guys can make some money while I try to make some money. Do you take Bitcoin? <laughs> do you, um, do you take exposure? You can, if you can convert <laughs> that into PayPal cash, yes. <laughs> can I Can I give you hopes and dreams for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- no, seriously though, like if you guys are interested in seeing how awesome this is, just please go to his Facebook page. Just... Uh, what was the what was the name of the page again? It's uh, Facebook.com slash gamers paradise a two. Um I can send it send it to you guys and then you can put it on the description links on or the, whatnot. On, on the on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. That'd we'll, be great. We'll put it on there for sure. Um but yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up with this episode, guys. Wanna thank you again, Kevin, for uh, joining us for this awesome uh video game tourney we have going on here since it is kind of your own crafting in a, in a sense <laughs> um but yeah just uh i hope you uh have an awesome rest of your evening dude hopefully uh you know we get to do this again here soon you, it was a joy just having you over here you know um that was a great it was not- a joy to be on so i if you guys need uh me to beat crit up and chris up some more yeah. i'm all for it <laughs> I mean, i'm two and one i'll take that yeah, yeah. I, I just sent um, Chris in a loser's bracket, as usual. <laughs> so it's nothing new for me. <laughs> <laughs> nothing new. And you can go ahead and check us out on our Facebook page on Going Off Topic. And don't forget to uh, give us a rating and review us on our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. The more um, the more reviews and uh, ratings we have, the more exposure we get, and more people get to see what we are and stuff. So... 
Go and ahead, I check. won't. I won't have to be doing uh, sign twirling outside places anymore. I'm getting real. It's getting real, cold. It's getting cold. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm not even good at it. Yeah, I mean, like, I get mostly sympathy. Yeah, sympathy hugs. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to thank everyone again for joining us, and have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.